Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I'm Kim Grenolds of Dogman.com with Chris Fetter, Scott Eklund. It's Monday morning, and it's been a busy day. Colorado kickoff at, what is it, 12 or 12.30? 12. 12. And 12 o'clock, Apple Cup at 5 o'clock, and Jimmy Lake suspended for a week without pay. Is that foreshadowing things to come? But um, the incident on the sidelines with Jimmy Lake was, I always say, it's not just one thing. It's a combination of things, and things have been piling up with Jimmy and just not only what you heard Monday on the press conference and then again, uh, you know, with the incident on the sidelines on Saturday, lots of stuff starting to pile up. And Chris, this is pretty much what we expected and uh, have been expecting for at least a day. Yeah. And it's the first domino. I mean, it, there's going to be a series of dominoes that will fall here. And and really the, the pattern that's going to emerge is should be pretty evident for people to see, especially for people that follow college football closely and watch other programs and see how things happen with their, uh, their staffs and how things go when, when things start to go South. So, yeah, I mean, you can see, I mean, it starts with the suspension, you know, he may come back, he may not come back. I think they're going to probably, probably revisit it during the week and see where he's at, maybe negotiate a buyout, maybe, you know, I mean, there's going to be all sorts of options on the table. So, you know, we'll see what happened. But in the meantime, you know, Bob Gregory, Junior Adams, you know, we get a chance to talk to them later today and kind of see what the game plan is for the team going forward because they actually have a game to play on Saturday. Let's be clear. he, Jimmy Lake has not been fired. He's been suspended. Um, I don't think a decision has been made whether he will be fired or not. But uh, once that ball gets rolling like it is right now, it's, it's kind of stop. Yeah, it's hard to stop. And just so people know, there's processes that have to be followed through. You have contract language and then you have state laws. You have to dot your I's, you have to cross your T's, and you have to make sure everything is done by the book. Otherwise, it can come back and bite you in the butt big time. And that's why, you know, when people, I, I know fans and people on message boards and social media just fly off the handle, just fire them now. That's just not the way it works. These things have got to go through the process. And Scott, you've seen these things happen plenty of time. Are we on our seventh or eighth head coach since we've been doing this? Well, you know. for for well, for you guys, it's a little different. I came in uh, during Gilby's one full season as the actual head coach. I mean, I, I wasn't in during that one where it was, you know, became the head coach like a couple weeks before 
the season started. I, I did it in his one full season as the head coach. So this is one, two, three, four. This is our fifth one for me. And you guys had Lambright and Neuheisel, right? We, we had, yep. yeah, we go back to Lambright. So Lambright, um, Neuheisel, Gilby, Tyrone, Sarkeesian, Pete, and Jimmy. So seven. This is our yep. seventh head coach and uh, seventh time we've had to deal with this. But Chris, like I said, you know, that it's never one thing. It's a series of things adding up. And uh you know, you embarrass your university once it's a bad look, but twice within a short period of time, you're just asking for it. Yeah, and I guess to be honest with you, the the academically prowess schools gaff. I mean, yeah, I suppose if you're if you're upper campus, you might get embarrassed by something like that. But really, in the grand scheme of things, was that that big a deal? I mean, I, I applaud the smack talk by Lake. I thought it was actually. Uh, pretty good during a rivalry week to do it. Obviously, the delivery was what really got most people going and obviously got a reaction from Oregon's president. But the stuff on the field against Oregon with with um, Rocky Fuavia is just um, it's inexcusable. It's absolutely inexcusable. And I'm sorry, Let's, you go back and you go back and watch that thing. It's it's just a mess from top to bottom. Well, Chris, you know, let's say on a scale of one to 10, what he said, you know, uh, on Monday was a four, right? Well, what happened Saturday night probably elevated that to an eight and made it that much worse. And um, well, on top of that, Kim, not just what he did physically in the altercation, but what he said afterward to the press. You know, you have Art Teal asking him if he regretted putting his hands on Fuavai. And he's like, I didn't I didn't strike him. You know, I, I was separating him, um, you know, literally Scott Huff was, ha- was, was, was literally a yard away from Fuavai. There was a line judge that was literally almost shoulder to shoulder with Fuavai and could have easily, that could have yeah. easily broken anything up that was happening, but he wasn't even looking at Fuavai because nothing was happening. The, 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 the little altercation between him and Jalen Red had already happened. It was done. Oh couple of things real quick. Um, uh, Fuavai's brother is out on um, out on uh, social media uh, saying that the Oregon player spit in the face of the Washington player, first of all. Uh, second of all, I was right behind the bench walking and I saw it, you know, and I mentioned this on the previous, you know, podcast. I was, you know, 10 yards away from what that happened. Jimmy Lake... Yeah, I mean, from what I saw and what I've seen on TV, there was no coaching going on whatsoever. That was a fit of rage and anger and pissed off. And he completely just absolutely lost control of his emotions and went after the guy. This wasn't about separating anybody. This was Jimmy absolutely losing it. And that's what I saw. I think it's pretty evident on uh, what you saw on the TV copy. And, you know, the um, upper campus has done their investigation. Jen Cohen taking a look at it. And, you know, the seven day suspension without pay is what they've come, you know, come up with on this. And I don't expect it to end there. So, hey, Kim, just if if let's say Washington is, I don't know, five and three, six and two, whatever they, they would be at this point on the season, what I guess uh, two, uh, seven, let's say seven and two, six and three, whatever it is. And um, we hadn't seen a gaffe on his comments during the, during the week. 
if if that happens, are we just talking about them kind of doing a slap on the riff? Is this an isolated incident and the season's going well and things? Or do you think this is bigger than that? I think that I think there's a lot of dysfunction going on right now in the football program. And that obviously was a part of the equation to come to this conclusion, you know, to suspend Jimmy. Now, if he was undefeated, I think that there would still be um, repercussions, a certain amount of repercussions, but his seat wouldn't be as hot as it is now, because Mm -hmm. I honestly think they're going down the path of letting him go. If he was undefeated and his recruiting class was doing real well, I think that there might be a, you know, I still think that there could be a suspension, but I don't think it would be heading down the path that it sure appears to be heading down right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, do you agree with that? Oh yeah, I, I do. I, I think if, if this was an isolated incident, if somebody did, if the, I mean, look, you can't have, it can't be a good, it, it can't happen in front of the public like that, that is just, I mean, that's a bad look for the university. It's a bad look for Jimmy. It's a bad look for the team. It's all the way around. It's bad. I was going to say too, to be honest, Scott, and if we're going to throw out the hypothetical, I'll, I'll add the hypothetical of my own. If Washington's undefeated, then Jimmy Lake's never reacting like that in the first place. That was the reaction of a serious pressure. He's, he's feeling it. Obviously he knows he's in trouble. That's the guy who is literally grasping at straws and is desperate to make sure that everyone knows that he's in control and that he's the guy that has to fix it. Um, that's, that's how I see it. Jimmy hasn't banked. Boy, if, if he's banked any equity since he's been here, it's not a whole lot. And that, and that speaks volumes too, you know, and for those who own businesses or work in corporations, you know, if you're doing your job and you're, you know, great at your job, you're going to cut a lot more slack. But, you know, when you haven't done anything to prove yourself and then these incidents start happening and then there's two incidents within a week. Ew, boy, well, you're really walking a tight, tight rope. Jim, I'm, I'm going to disagree to a certain extent. And maybe this is what you thought. I mean, maybe you were just talking about Jimmy as a head coach and his equity. I think that Jimmy Lake, when he was first hired, came to the position with a boatload of equity, a ton of equity in the bank, especially with Washington fans, because of what he was able to do with the secondary, because of all the players he's put in the pros. Um, He helped, he helped basically was the the co-architect of this deep of this death row defense with Pete Kwiatkowski. Um, So that's why I think so many people were on board with it. I think we were unanimously, unanimously on board. I think everybody was, yeah. Uh, turned turned it over to Lake simply if for no other reason that he got the full Coach Pete stamp of approval. And Pete would said flat out during the initial press conference, I would not be leaving now if I didn't think that the program could move on and go to an even higher place unless it was a guy like Jimmy Lake taking it over. I mean, you couldn't find a higher compliment. Ever since that first press conference, it feels like it's been a slow trickle and then after the, you know, then after the Montana game, it felt like the spigot had just been opened up wide, and it's been like a just a full stream of, of of his equity going right out the right out the door from uh, from that game since. Yeah, I mean, you know, the I think the biggest uh, first thing that we saw was uh, you know Pete Kwiatkowski leaving. Uh, I think that tremendously hurt. Um, 
you know, and then I thought it was a huge mistake when he named Dylan Morris the starter the first day of fall practice. I'm still a firm believer in that he did that on spur of the moment because, and we've talked about this at length, that there was many of us who thought that that competition between him and Patrick O'Brien was really close. And some would argue that O'Brien won that competition. But, you know, after he named O'Brien the starter, um, you know, it, 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 Patrick O'Brien seemed to just disappear. You know, the uh, Richard Newton, sitting Richard Newton all last year. Uh, Sean McGrew, you know, not playing Sean McGrew this year. Sticking with Dylan Morris this year. Uh, the hiring of John Donovan. And, you know, just a series of, you know, I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but Scott, it just seems like if you get in Jimmy's doghouse, it's not a good place to be. Yeah, and it takes a while to get out. And Dominique Hampton was was a guy who got in the doghouse, and yep. I'm, there's other guys who've done it. Um, we just saw MJ Tafisi entered his name into the portal, and and he had left the program after the um, uh, Stanford win, and because uh, he barely played, and you know, I. It, things aren't right at, at Washington. They got to get this ship righted. And, and if that's letting Jimmy Lake go, then that's what needs to happen. But, uh, you know, I, I, I agree with the assessment and Chris, you know, that it's been a, it started out as a slow trickle and, and has been going downhill ever since. And since then it's, it's the spigot has been opened and the, the handle broke. It feels yeah. like, you know, you can't turn it off. Yeah, my, and my feeling on the whole thing with Dylan, and I really did think that that was a huge gaffe on, on Lake's part and kind of the classic mistake that a, a young head coach, first-time head coach would make. You know, he calls himself an equal opportunity employer, and I get it, and it makes total sense. If if you're if you're one of those guys that, that wants to be ahead of a meritocracy and you want to make sure that everybody has earned their position and they continually earn their position, all for that. I think that's fantastic. Bottom line is I've the reason why it struck such a chord, I think, with all of us and also with the rest of the media in Seattle at the time, and it was so shocking, was that no head coach would ever do that. No head coach, especially for a guy who, you know, tries to play the media games, tries to do the depth charts where people aren't sure what's going to happen. The guy who does the week-to-week injury thing, unless you're dead or you're done for the season. You know, I did, there's so many media games that Lake likes to play, but then all of a sudden he comes out and just says, oh, yeah, Dylan Morris is a starter. Why wouldn't he be our starter? He was our starter last year. And it was like it was so matter of fact. And it was so like, I don't even know why you guys are asking me that question, because it's so simple. There's no coach that I, that I remember in any of the time that we've been doing this, whether you're talking about New Heisel or Willingham or Sarkeesian or Peterson. None of those guys would have ever said that. Until and they would never well, have unleashed it until the first game. Hold on, because Steve standard. Sarkeesian did remember with Locker, and that surprised a lot of people too. Well, there, okay, that's again the yeah. exception that proves. Was, the rule, it right? was it Tyrone? Was it Tyrone? It was Tyrone. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So, it was but, but it's just, but again, hey, it was, Chris, I just want to make something really, really clear. You know that you're saying. I none of us are saying that Dylan should shouldn't have been the starter. It was no, just I think we all, odd. all expected it was it. just incredibly odd the timing that he named it. And I I don't think I think he just winged it at that. I don't think he was prepared to announce that. I think he just did that off the top of his head when he was asked a question. Yeah, and I think sometimes he he does things just to to, to like he thinks he's trying to get our goat or something, or he's trying to get one up on the media. And I, I okay. If you want to play that game, that's fine. If you want to 
you know, act like you think you're playing chess while the rest of us are playing checkers. Fair enough. But then when you pull the thing like you pulled a week ago with this academically prowess schools, it makes you look even dumber as a result because you're supposed to be this mastermind. You're supposed to be this guy that's supposedly smarter than everybody else. But you aren't. And 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 it just goes to show you're making these mistakes continually. You know, we're finding out things like he's not even really you know, he thinks he can answer these things and he's got his own way of doing things and he's got his own mentor and his own sounding board with this guy, Kevin Carroll, who I think is, I'm sure he's a phenomenal guy and clearly has been super, super successful. But you've also got your guy, Chris Peterson, who Lake is touted as a mentor who's literally right here in town, who just went all the thing through the, all the things that you're going to be going through. And yet you just, don't want to talk to him. You don't want to use him as a sounding board as a, to get feedback from. And it's, it's almost like he felt like he had to shut Peterson off because he had to show the world that he could do this on his own. He didn't want to be just the shill of Peterson and this guy who, who couldn't get things done on his own without help from the guy from before. And it just smacks It's uh, of just, just, it's awful all the way around. And it's, it was so preventable from the start. If he would have just subjugated his ego a little bit. You guys have heard me say this a hundred times. If Jimmy Lake was to succeed at Washington, his ego would have a huge part in it. But if he was to fail at University of Washington, his ego would have a huge part in it. And we're seeing what happened. Um, you know, so. And don't get me wrong, Kim. I, I want to be very, very clear about this. Jimmy's Jimmy Lake's ego is the reason why he got to that position. In Absolutely. The first place. It Absolutely. has served him in many ways incredibly well. It got him to where he got all those guys in the league. He's very confident about his abilities and rightly should be. But at some point, you've got to understand when you're at the water's edge, <laughs> you know, when to like stay away from the water and when to be able to jump in. Because, you know, you got to make sure you know when the crocodiles and the alligators aren't in the water. And at this point, it just doesn't feel like he understands the difference and hasn't found that red line. He, that he just wants to continually step over yeah. without consequence, I guess, or without without uh, regard. And let's be clear. Jimmy Lake has not been fired. He's been suspended. We, I, I think, uh, are we all in agreement that this is heading down the road where Jimmy Lake is done? Sure well, seems I don't know. to be it's that like, way. Yeah, it's like, it's, like, it's like me saying I've had breakfast, but, but you know, I just want to make sure people understand I haven't eaten dinner yet. You know, it's like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Where are we going with this? Yeah, and Scott, it's simply and a matter I, of time, in my opinion. And it is. It's just my opinion. But I Scott, wrote about I, it. I mean, I could see scenarios where Jimmy comes back for the um, for the last two games. But, I mean, we'll see what happens behind the scenes because there's a lot that still needs to happen behind the scenes, Scott. Oh, no, absolutely. I, I think there is a lot of legal work that needs to go on. I think there's probably some negotiations that are going to go on. And, uh, yeah, I could definitely see a scenario where he comes back, coaches the last two games and, and is thanked for his contributions to the program and they move in another direction. I, I have to believe that Jennifer's, uh, Jennifer Cohen has had her hands out, feeling out other possible, con uh, possible coaches, co possible replacements. And you got to believe that she's been in talks with different agents, different representatives, whatever you want to call it. 
with different with, with different coaches. And if that hasn't happened, then she's been derelict in her duties. But I know that she isn't that person, so I'm sure that's what's been going on. Chris, we got to come up for a name for this uh, game on uh, on Saturday with Jimmy Lake being in hot water, being suspended, and. Herm Edwards uh, being under uh, investigation uh, at Arizona State. But, uh, boy, we got to come up for a name for this game. Well, and I think it's also – I mean, I, I'll let people figure that out that are a lot more clever than I am. But I will say it is interesting that Jimmy Lake was certainly one of those names that was really mentioned prominently before Herm Edwards was hired. Um, so, I, you know, there's 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 that, that angle to it as well. But, you know, some people on the boards are asking about – you know, we've talked about Donovan and the reasons why he got uh, canned in the emergency podcast yesterday. But, you know, now that Bob Gregory is going to be the head coach uh, for at least one week, you know, do we want to start to talk about some of the reasons why Bob Gregory may not be, uh, you know, long for the Washington job either in, in terms of um, obviously he could be the, the head coach for the rest of the season. He could be just for this coming week. We don't know. But the if the way things work and the dominoes fall the way we expect them to, I think that answer kind of answers itself in the in terms of the, the whole staff's going to get blown out, and it's going to be up to whoever uh, Cohen decides to hire uh, for the be to be the next head coach. Now, if Lake comes back and then Gregory stays on, then and if it looks like Cohen wants to give Lake another shot, like she is with with. Uh, Mike Hopkins, for instance, right now, um, then obviously Lake's got all sorts of decisions to make in terms of whether Gregory is the guy to, to stay on or not. And and there have been many, many things that have happened, especially with the run defense, that that will give people room to pause about whether or not Gregory is the right guy moving forward. Because they've certainly tried a number of things, but none of, them's really, none of them have really worked. And we're going to have availability of both um... – Junior Adams and Bob Gregory at three o'clock. And I'm hearing also that uh, Jen Cohen may speak as well, you know, and uh, I see some people getting wound up that she may not talk, but let's be honest. What can she say? I mean, she's got to be real guarded in what she says, because when you start dealing with contracts and agents and lawyers, she's going to be really, really limited on what she's going to be able to say well, about yeah, the situation. Yeah, I mean, she will talk. She has to. She's the face of the the entire yeah. athletic program. Well, she and, and to be fair, guys, she has put already put out a statement about yeah. it. So yeah. So I, I think, you know, that, that, that could probably be what you have to put out while this process is ongoing. So you're absolutely correct, Scott. There's only so much she's going to be able to well, say. Well, let's be let's be honest. The state, any statement that she's putting out regarding this situation, it's been run by the legal department first. You oh, know? Yeah. So she's got, I mean, I'm sure she's being told what she can say and what she can't say. So um, I know fans want to um, uh, know right now. I mean, right now. I want to know now. you got to tell me everything that's going on. This is just not the way it works. They've got to go down the process. So, And I know you guys are going to get sick of us saying that, but there's a path to the end game, and you need to make sure that you follow the rules because if you try to take a shortcut, it's going to come back and bite you in the butt. And, you know, I mean, if I wanted to fire Scott, I, I mean, it wouldn't be that tough. But, you know, if he was making $3 million a year, it might be a little more difficult. Right, Scott? Yeah, we need to talk about my salary, by the way. Yeah, I know. So anyways, <laughs> hey, hey, needless to say, my phone is ringing off the hook. I'm sure you guys are getting a lot of messages, too, that we need to clean up. Anything else we need to cover? 
Uh, not on my part. You um, know, um, recruiting, yeah. I guess, is something to to worry about. But I'm, you know, these kids are gonna get hit up by people all the time. And I talked to a couple over the weekend. They were okay with what happened with uh, Donovan. They understood. Um, you know, the Jimmy Lake thing is a little bit more impactful and I'll be talking to kids, but I don't expect them to say anything other than I want to see what happens. Um, Chris, anything else to add? Um, just that, uh, want also people to, to know that, um, uh, if they didn't see it before MJ Tafisi, the linebacker, uh, is in the transfer portal, um, with this information, uh, with Lake now coming out and his future, obviously very cloudy. Uh, and recruiting not going as well, obviously, as 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 the fans would have liked would like it to be. Um, this could this could be the start of some some more guys that are leaving. And to be honest, at the end of the season, especially if Lake does eventually lose his job, you're going to see a mass exodus, and that's just natural. So I think people should really start to focus on the portal now and not just see who is leaving based on the you know the staff that's going to be here or not be here. But then also who Jen Cohen hires and then see who the next staff can get out of the portal because the portal giveth and the portal taketh away. You're going to yep. see it in equal measure. So the portal is going to be super, super busy. So I, I would focus on that as well. Just a reminder, just uh, we went ahead and started a promotion, 60% off your annual subscription. If you're not a subscriber to dogman.com, there's no better time to do it than right now. Uh, your subscription also includes access to Paramount Plus, which is a really added cool benefit. So, um, you know, for the, you married guys out there worried about your wife's complaining about you spending money on Dogman, tell her you're subscribing as a gift for her to Paramount Plus and you're getting Dogman for free. You don't have to tell her about that part, but uh, Paramount Plus is included in your dogman.com subscription. Also, if you're looking for those uh, daily updates and breaking news alerts, uh, just shoot us a note, huskystadium at gmail.com, subject line newsletter, and we will get you hooked up again. Uh, huskystadium at gmail.com, subject line newsletter. And, uh, you know, you guys, have, we've all been on top of this since yesterday. Um, you know, and if you want the real inside scoop of what's going on, the hardcore football board is where everything is. You know, we've got great sources and we're really limited at times on what we can say, but we're sure leading you down the right path. And we know what's going on. So, uh, again, just take a look at the hardcore football board and you'll have a really good idea of what's going on. Uh, one more time, 60% off your annual subscription to dogman.com. If you're only a monthly subscriber, you can upgrade to that as well. Paramount Plus included. So stay tuned. It's going to be a busy time frame ahead, and we will be all over it. So for all of us at dogman.com, I'm Kim Grenolds, along with Chris Fetters and Scott Eklund. Go dogs. <laughs>
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 